Hey, hello, and welcome <laughs> to 20 and 21. Why am I hyped out? It might have been clearing my throat when the uh, clock Let me clear my throat. Let me clear my throat. <laughs> hey, that guy right there, He, uh, <laughs> he you might have seen him over the weekend. He went, flew down to Florida to give up all of his Gen X cred to sing Silver Bells with the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, it's a good man. man. Doc Warren. Sure he, hey, he was holding the bells. Corgan, and I'm going to be the most magical place in the world. <laughs> Disney. All I can think was, of is in um, that, uh, basketball, there's a scene where they're, try, they're doing the Greatest Mysteries TV show, and all of a uh-huh. sudden... Um, Yasmin Bleeth is like, if you want to find him, you go to the place where they exploit the wor- or they exploit children worse in the world. And then it cuts immediately to the guy and he goes, New theory, he's at Disneyland. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Oh, that's a great joke. Oh man. Yeah, I heard you were down there playing the titular silver bells themselves. Yes, I was. <laughs> Billy asked me to sit in. On um, <laughs> on Sliver F Bomb, uh, well, which he then chose not to play. So I don't know what was going on. <clears throat> I heard he'd played it. I doesn't matter. Uh, uh, that was fun. Um, I did see though that I, I kind of like that Billy Corgan, Gorgon, Corgan is not taking himself seriously anymore. He doesn't seem to be the. D-bag I he used agree, to be. and um, I saw a comment from someone in the band that was like, "I mean, come on, what are you doing?" And he was like. We all got kids, man. We brought our kids. What are you talking about? And like, yeah, I'm not and, saying it uh, makes it right or bad. No, I'm just saying, like, okay, I, uh, well, you know. <laughs> I also saw that, like, he's an avid Disney collector. He's been collecting Disney toys like his whole life. Oh so wow! Why, why wouldn't you like? You know, it's like uh, the National were on Colbert the other night because Letterman was a guest, and the National yeah. was like. When David Letterman calls you and asks you to come to New York on a Monday night to play the late show, there's only one answer. Yes. I don't know, man. I've been putting gas in my car my whole life, and I ain't playing the Rockefeller Christmas party if I get asked. (laughs) If I got asked to play the Funko whatever Christmas party, I would be like, what Christmas song do you want me to sing? Oh, absolutely, yeah. (laughs) That last step I said was a joke. If you're paying me, I'm there. (laughs) I was going to say... If, if. WD-40. Yeah, yeah. Say, yeah. When I say pay, I mean that very loosely. Dude. You know, in kind is Look, okay let me ask well. you a serious question. If somehow right Sorry now Jeff Bezos contacted Eastwood and mm-hmm. said, boys, I've heard your show, and I'd like to pay you $100,000 each for a year to do this show, every one of us would be like, I'm telling yeah, you right now, true. Amazon's yeah, the greatest thing on earth. <laughs> Jeff Bezos is an American patriot. I would ask him if I could get a free. I could. I could ask him if my prime could be free for that time. I would. I would ask for some favor. Can, I wouldn't just sign it. Can we? Fast. Can we each get a free Echo Dot, sir? Yes, I want a free. Yeah, remember when Dude, was giving, I told you they about were giving that, those man. away? Those were like. Yeah. I know they're only like ten dollars. No, but can for a we while, they, too, please, sir. They were literally sending them out for free for yeah. a while. Well, that's like, it. Yeah. Google sent me one for free, and it's yeah. like there's no way in hell. I'm plugging this in. No way. Yeah. It's, I'm looking at it right now. It's in the plastic. <laughs> but yes, I would sign up immediately. I would yeah. want some perks. I would say, give me that Prime for free, baby. I would say, if you, Disney called when, and said, I'd like you boys to do a holiday podcast all about how great Disney is, every one of us would be wearing Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. I don't know if I could. Yeah, well, I'd try. I'd, I'd find all the good things I like about it. 
uh, Disney. Hey, also say, with I'd us, find uh, something. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, with us as always, the uh, top five custom, top five marijuana smokers in Southern Illinois. That's official, folks. <laughs> this is the Shark, Jeff Bradley. <laughs> no, well, not not all of Southern Illinois. Just well, just your section, your region. It's <laughs> just the one dispensary. It's <laughs> just your region. Yes, your regional. <laughs> You're not no, you know, I don't. Yet. I don't want to. Don't want to. Yeah, right. I don't want to promote myself larger than what I am. You know. I'm now here's the thing. Just though. a humble, you, humble you, top five uh, in in you know one one dispensary. Well, speaking of being humble, though, do they tell you who number one is? Because in the back of your mind, do you, I, are you thinking a little bit that you might be number one? They're just not telling you. Well, yeah. All they said was top five. You know, I don't know where I'm at within the top five. Um, I I, yeah. Then part part say, of me shark. thinks thinks maybe. Effing legend. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> Effing legend. Now, has that turkey been basted in like RSO or? Uh, <laughs> well, no, no, no. If it was if it was infused turkey, I would have I would have taken it. Um, no, I, I had them donate the turkey because it was just a regular old turkey. <laughs> well, that's good of you. I wondered if you were going to get it and then donate it to a cause because I thought much like I, you are not a fan of the bird. Well, I'm not a big I'm not a big turkey fan, and you know, well now me and Ada because I got you know there's two of us here you know with sure. me and the dog I'm sure the turkey could get gone, but it wouldn't be sure. good for either one of us. No. Um, and it's a lot yeah, of cooking. so it's like it's a lot of cooking. It is for uh, some dog food. It is. It was yeah. It was too much effort. So yeah, she had some kibble and I had some beef jerky and and we did just fine. All right. Well, I hope somebody got that turkey. Maybe they gave it to number six. Maybe they called up number six. <laughs> well, now, see, the converse is also true, because I'm wondering, you know, it's like, because you got to think, I mean, how many of the top five pot smokers in, in this region, you know, actually have families, right? <laughs> so I'm wondering if maybe I wasn't like 23 or 27 or something, and they just couldn't give the turkey away. Oh, you know they just kept mean? going down the road, yeah. Right, yeah. You're like, so, uh, uh, yeah. You're like Sylvester Stallone in 1993. Like you were the last guy asked. You were like, "Yeah, I might have been. I, who who knows? My you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it might have been like that. Hey, you're the first drummer I thought of for this gig. <laughs> <laughs> then you talked to everybody sure, else. You're the oh, only yeah, drummer man. I thought of for this gig. <laughs> man, hey, did you see uh, uh, Aquaman was on uh, SNL uh, last week, week before last. Um, All right, I'm behind on it, but go ahead. Um, there's some good sketches uh, going on there. Nothing horrible, but um, I guess uh, uh, I've ha- I think I've had it with him. <laughs> I think after watching with fact, him or I, with Aquaman, with him. Um, okay. Uh, after watching um, Fast X, which he is just, I didn't know if you could make Fast X, Fast Furious like over-the-top bad, but he did. He made it almost unwatchable. And then his stint on Saturday Night Live was basically like, hey, look at me. I'm a big fun guy. <laughs> I like that fun. <laughs> and um, and uh, maybe I'm just mad at him because he now owns the most rarest and oldest Martin guitar uh, ever made. And I, I think, Did you better, see him getting who, it? Who better to own that guitar than a freaking bass player? Did you... GD bass player. Go ahead, Shark. No, I didn't. No, did you did you watch the video of him getting it? No, I didn't. I saw Dude, I'm a hundred percent with you. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> I, man, he looks like a kid getting his first guitar. Like he doesn't know what to do with it. And it's not because it's like, oh, this is rare. It's like because he doesn't know how to hold a guitar. 
See, yeah, he doesn't like, 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 Frank, like Frank Stallone looks much more natural with a guitar in his hands. <laughs> of course, than he knows how to play. Okay, <laughs> I respect gonna, Frank Stallone for his totally songwriting. I'm going to totally go ability. Indiana Jones here and say that guitar belongs to the museum. You've got to go back in time. It does, it does. No, I'm serious. No, Robbie's right, it does. I'm serious, like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or Country Music Hall of Fame. Something, yeah. You know, let's take a guitar like Clarence, right? You know, the the we're going to say the first bender, and we know it's not the first, but it's you know, sure. recognizes okay. the first bender. It's on the road right now with Marty Stewart. That makes sense because when Marty gets done with it, it will be in a museum. And right now, it might as sure. well be in a museum because Marty Stewart's basically a traveling yeah. museum piece anyway. Trigger. And that's Does awesome. Marty I mean that it? in the best way. You know. Does Marty play it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, every show. That's all he plays. Okay. I have no problem with that. I have right. no problem with yeah. that. Right, right, um, right. Which, when Willie Nelson retires, exactly. dies, Good. I think Trigger yep. should go to a museum. Sure. Like, no one should touch Trigger. Sure. It shouldn't be owned right. by some billionaire who plays guitar. 100%. I mean, this is going to sound blasphemous, but just hear me out on this. I would even be somewhat okay with a guitar, not that particular Martin, but like... You remember how if you go to hard rock cafes, they have guitarists by people famous in the place that you can see when you're there? So, yeah, for yeah. instance, you know, Jimi Hendrix did a movie, Rainbow Bridge or whatever, and he yeah. plays this um, Gibson Flying V while he's in, in the show. Yeah. Okay, when I was at Hard Rock in Maui back in the 80s, that was there. It was, like, above the bar there with mm-hmm. pictures of him playing at least then people can go see it and appreciate it like a museum. With, yeah. Like, well, you know, it wasn't in some rich dude's collection who's never played a guitar and it sits in his house yeah. where no one can ever or, see uh, it. Aquaman, so we got to talk about bass player. Am I, we got to talk I, about I, Jim Mercer at this here? point. Well, no, I think, I, I mean, it's still owned by a rich D-bag at the end it of the is, day. But at least people can see it. At least they're letting people see it. I would rather it just be museum. Uh, no, property, I agree at a but, museum where it was free or something, but, that's, but I'm just saying. You know, that's up to musicians. I think if musicians care, if Willie Nelson cares, he should have that in his will that triggered oh, goes hell to yeah. Smithsonian or something. I'm sorry, Shark. I Otherwise, you. What were you will, I, did, I did too, sorry. Well, I think we got to talk about Jim Irsay. You know, if, if, if anytime you're talking about, you know, celebrity-owned, high-end, rare vintage instruments, is Jim Irsay doing a good thing or a bad thing? Okay, I don't know who this is, so I'm just following you. I don't know, but all I know about it is hearsay. <laughs> Do you read it, right? I was going to make that joke, well, too. <laughs> so, so Jim Irsay is is the owner of the Colts, right? The Indianapolis okay. Colts. Okay, I'm with you so far. Ah. Basically, he has now, what bought... what kind of cult is this? Is this, is this I, one of them evil cults? Basically, <laughs> he like has bought... Um, Every big guitar that's come up for auction in the last 20-ish years, right? So the Black Gilmore Strat... Oh. You know, all those guitars, all the, you know, Clapton's Fool, you know, I mean, all okay, the big I'm guitars. I'm not liking this so far. He owns all of them. But, okay, I'm not liking but, this. but, 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 they are all <laughs> on display in a museum in Indianapolis, so we can all go see them anytime okay, we want. Okay, now I'm liking it. Number now one. Like number it. two, he holds, mm-hmm. I don't know, three or four shows a year where he gets, you know, Slash, the biggest guys, you know, all the big guys. Uh-huh. And they come hey. and they play these guitars at these shows. And three... You know, when these guys are coming around, if they're in Chicago or wherever, if they're close, he le- he loans these guitars out, and these guys are playing them in their shows. So they're guitars. Well, one guy like owns them. I'm liking this. I'm liking well, this. Well, it's like this guy it, understands the arts, but he sounds like one in a million. Well, <laughs> that's it. I mean, it's you the idea that, million, that, that, that a dictator's not that bad <laughs> if you've got a good dictator, right? Right. 
Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh, so yeah. It's it's still a slippery slope because I don't. I, I, I like I said. I think it's really just up to the musician at the end of the day, because Gilmore has. He's auctioned off some of his guitars like straight to him. That's it, I mean? exactly. And um, and so if he wants how? to sell his guitar, uh, all right, you know, go for it. Hey, and let me tell you and something. And usually the I'm proceeds right are going to charity. My, uh, uh, I'm looking right now at my custom uh, delu- my Fender Deluxe that's white over here with an American <laughs> Lion faceplate. And let me tell you something, boys. If somebody give me, uh, you know. Ten thousand for it, even I don't know two thousand. I would take. It. You need to open up the American Lion Reverb Shop. You know what I mean? <laughs> Have you ever seen? You know what I'm talking about Robbie. Yes. So yes. every like Mike Campbell, you know, here recently got on like you know the celebs will get on there and sell off part of their stuff, and it's never any of their good yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? But right, it's right. still it's sure. a chance to own you know something that this person owned. Um, you know, and they run it all through that reverb app. But yeah, that's what exactly what you need, Eastwood, you know, is set up your own reverb you know, uh, shop. This is really, I, I was thinking about this laughingly, like do it to entertain myself. But the more I did it, the more I thought maybe I should put that in here. I'm selling uh, a few things, and one of them is uh, a pickup I've had. One of my guitars that's played pretty much every show I've played for the last 15 years. And uh, it's a vintage pickup from 1992. Uh, Demarzio Tone Zone, uh, Baby Blue, and uh, my baby I really blue. Thought, <laughs> I don't know if you're if you if your recording stopped or if you're just no. Singing. I'm just being silly. Sorry. No, no, no. I've got the song. No, 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 no. I remember you gave me okay. a code song. Oh, that's right. To do. That's right. I gave you the code song. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. speaking we have code. A, you hear we that? We have a code word. We have a code word, <laughs> listeners. I feel like the uh, Manchurian no, candidate thought, over here. <laughs> I literally thought about <laughs> about putting on there like this guitar is shared the stage or this pickup is shared the stage with acts such as. <laughs> <laughs> it has supported acts such as. <laughs> like it's been around. This pickup, it's got some mojo, man. You should pay a little extra for this thing. <laughs> the more I thought about it, I thought. Uh, nobody else is going to put that in their pickup description. It, might, it really might set it apart if I have a bunch of code words in it. You might end up on the old riffs, beards, and gear uh, ridiculous reverb listings of the week. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I would love it. <laughs> Unless they're like real it harsh is. It's, it's stuff like that. It's, I mean, it's people, you know, who make, but they're people who are doing it unironically. You know what I mean? And I don't know if you, you know, put a, put a smiley face at the end of it or something. And then people will know. Yeah. You're, yeah. I was going to say, right. I'm not sure how I would distinguish it. Make <laughs> hey, sure people know. Hey, I want to throw out something to you guys. Totally. It's unrelated, but related. We're talking about guitars and musicians. I, I, mm-hmm. I didn't know this and I'm actually really, really pleased about this. Um, so Samantha's family goes back Is way it? into military service. Her cousin, who was like an older brother, was um, one of the, uh, sadly one of the first guys in the area to be killed in Iraq, Desert Storm, all that kind of stuff. You know, my dad was a veteran. My great uncle was a veteran. Anyway, did you guys know that pretty much every year, my Joel grandpappy Walsh, played guitar at Iwo Jima. Joel Walsh holds a um, rock and roll benefit for Vets Aid. He created this thing. And he plays it almost every year to raise money for veterans, which is sad because we don't take care of them. But Stephen Stills, Jeff Lynn, Flaming Lips, War on Drugs, Luscious, U.S. Marine Band San Diego. He does this all the time. And evidently, his dad was shot down over Okinawa. 
and oh. he died when he was young. And his wife, her dad was wounded twice, um, had purple hearts and stuff like that. So anyway, the point I'm bringing up is I just thought it was cool and why we don't hear more stuff about this, like a musician doing something yeah. really cool uh, um, to benefit people. But evidently he does it every year. That's really that's really cool. We probably don't hear much about it though, it's because he uh, he always wears those uh, hip waders so he can shit his pants anytime he wants to. <laughs> I think that kind of like balances out the good he does. I mean, hey, at least he stays on stage. There's a uh, there's a recent Otis Gibbs, and he's interviewing Tom Bugaback, and he's talking about playing playing shows with Joe Walsh, and he's like. He's like, it's amazing. He's like, when you're just talking to him, like when you're not playing, he's like, you'd think the guy was on Mars. You would think he was totally yeah. insane. Oh, I've seen interviews. He's Holy like, cow, as, yes. he's like, as soon as they put the Telecaster on him, he's like, he turns into Joe Walsh. <laughs> it's it's like, as soon as you put a guitar on him, he's fine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, um, by the way, did you, I don't know if I ever told you guys this, but when I was at Woodstock 94, I was walking through a crowd. It wasn't real crowded yet. It was early on. And all of a sudden, about 50 people start mobbing in a circle. And I'm like, okay, what the hell is going on? So I walk over there, and there's Joe Walls standing in the middle of the crowd with an acoustic guitar and a bandana on. And he's just singing songs to the crowd. I was like, That's this is insane. <laughs> this is insane. Joe Walsh is just standing in the middle of the crowd with an acoustic guitar singing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just thought that was pretty crazy. Man. Oh, hey, I have to tell you, Eastwood, I'm pe- I'm coming back mm-hmm. to something. I finally mm-hmm. went back to the movies. Holden wanted to yeah, see yes. um, the the see? Hunger Games movie because he's reading the books oh. now. He loves them. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Movie was fun. It was done really well. I, whoever keeps adapting Collins' novels seems to really understand. But Holden is 12 years old, and he looks over mm-hmm. at me and says something during the previews. We saw some pretty cool previews. Uh-oh. Okay. But all of a sudden... The Aquaman preview comes on. See, I'm, pick, I'm oh, come, circling back. I'm surprised he didn't and, look know, at you and this, go, even I know Napoleon hey, didn't shoot the nose off the space. Oh, he, <laughs> dude, he asked me about that, too. He asked me about that, too. But no, he looks over at me and he goes, That lady wasn't supposed to be in why, why are they, why have I, or what did he say? Why He's did not I not sure know enough. this movie is coming out? Waterloo. He's like, shouldn't Come there be, like, to. Sorry, like I'm tons sorry. of previews and all this stuff? Uh-huh. And I told him, I was like, I think because nobody cares anymore. And so the preview trailer ends and everything, and he looks at me and he goes, I don't know, I'm kind of over it. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, well, wasn't this supposed to come out youth, like a long so time ago? Goes the Nation, yes, it was supposed to come out eight a long time ago. Yeah, so I'm sitting there, and by the way, there's one quick scene. I mean, like a split-second flash of Amber Heard, and then it moves on. So I guess like yeah. they had to film it with some of her in it. I'm assuming they've done some heavy editing oh, to get her out right. or kill her to. off or whatever. Yeah. But like, I mean, I'm sitting there watching this, and like, it's going to be like a buddy picture, him and his brother, who he had to take the throne from, who tried to kill him. He needs mm-hmm. him to help fight Black Manta. So like there's uh-huh. like these scenes with them like cracking jokes in the middle of battles and I don't know. Of course they it, are. it doesn't of course look good. It doesn't look good. I'll tell boys. you what. 
Uh, Jay, uh, uh, Black Manta has never been played by anybody. He will never be better than uh, when he's played by J.B. Smooth and Teen Titans Go. <laughs> he's kind of ruined that character for me. I can never take him seriously when I see him now. <laughs> yeah, hey, it, speaking of not taking things good, seriously, boys. did you see the preview perhaps for... <laughs> The color purple. Nothing rhymes with purple. <laughs> the color purple. Oh, man. I, I, I called uh, this Eastwood and started singing, Nothing rhymes with purple. <laughs> In a musical, I have to find something. <laughs> That's literally I'll how just, I answered the phone when he nothing said Nothing rhymes with purple. I'll just do the Lin-Manuel thing and just say purple again with purple. Because why not just say purple? I just sometimes I want to say, hey, Lynn, you know you're supposed to find other words that rhyme How about with words, this? right? Generals gathered in their masses, <laughs> just like witches in black, witches are black ma- masses. Oh, black mantas. Oh, I was going to say black mana. <laughs> no, <laughs> black uh, mana. He couldn't find a word to rhyme it, so it's going to be the same thing. <laughs> This is the color oh, yes. purple. Did you all know there's no word that rhymes with purple? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I well, don't get it. Uh, I don't but, get it. Um, you know I'm not a. Uh, you know I don't shy away from a musical. I'm a fan of. No, I musical. like musicals. I, I, musical. I own several uh, I, musicals. I'm very confused about why, particularly this movie. It's one of the most depressing. Uh, yeah. movies out there and yep. uh, not say depressing like it doesn't need to be told I'm just saying that oh, the it's, subject it's matter is heavy to watch because the subject it's heavy, matter heavy. Yes. yes it is there are assaults and uh, sexual abuse the shaving scene just, alone cannot be made into a song what are we going to do the Johnny Depp Barber of Seville <laughs> song or something well, I got a razor you, under know. your neck I should kill you if I gave a heck but I don't know if I should Sambo. Oh, no. Is that his name? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. Like, don't why? I mean, rape like, me. You rape my sister. You're supposed see, to be my husband. Okay, <laughs> like, this is almost, seriously, it's almost as bad as saying, boys, I've got a new musical of mine. It's called Schindler's List. That we do was it what as a musical. That, we do it as a musical. This is what I was going to bring up. What I'm else serious, can we like, turn into musicals? What, what else this. can we turn into musicals? And my first thought was, Schindler's List the musical. I see a red coat <laughs> in the black <laughs> and white. I oh. see a red coat. Shall it live through the night? No, I've There's got the next one. a little girl in the red coat. There's a little girl no. in the red coat. Is she on the list? Here is the next one you do. It is this. It is. My name is Karen Silkwood. I have to take a shower. (laughs) I mean, like, seriously, like, we're just, it's nothing sacred anymore. Like, come on. I like it. I you could make a I musical out of Das Boot, but it'd have to be real quiet. <laughs> no! <laughs> it'd be AM, what is it, AMR or whatever? Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> that's the done in AMR. All ASMR. Found some hey. good news and topics. We had another uh, gremlin attack. Uh, you probably ended with uh, Shark and I being like, hey, we lost Rob. It's odd, though, because we can still talk to each other. <laughs> Right, and then <laughs> sex robots had taken over. We yeah, I was a little worried. Something might. No, it was happen. a sex farm woman who took over. <laughs> oh, Ooh, yeah, nice yeah. You like that? You oh, like I that? 
Uh, hey, Rob, I'll have, you watched, uh, down. have you watched any of the horror movies, or has Sam watched any of the horror movies? Not or? yet. That's going to happen. She keeps trying to get me to watch Barbarian, like, every day. Let's watch Barbarian. Has she watched it? Um, she... she loved it. She oh, okay, loved great. It. Great. Yeah, you should watch it. It's, it's a blast. But, it's yeah, blast. she she usually listens. Um, she usually, like, when the show comes out, she usually listens to it and catches up. But, you know, like, last week was weird with Thanksgiving and holiday yeah, stuff. So oh, I'd yeah, say yeah. she'll probably, she knows you gave her the list on the show, so she will. Okay. I like that. All right. So I'm interested to hear uh, what you what you and her like both. Hey, okay. I was going to talk maybe about Liam Nissen. Liam Nissen, I keep hearing this story about he likes to get drunk and pee his pants. Um, I thought, yeah, uh, I thought you were going to tell the story about Will Smith. No, I from guess the perspective like, of Quincy Jones and uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Anyway, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Liam Neeson pees his pants. I didn't know uh, this. Yeah, I know you're not. I know you don't want to uh, get away from the recording equipment today because we're having some issues. But yeah, apparently you can look up. He likes to get uh, pee drunk, as let's say on the radio, and uh, uh, urinate and pee his pants, and then like just go about the night and take pictures with people. <laughs> so apparently, there's lots of pictures you can find of him. <laughs> Okay, I literally did a quick Google. I can, I've got it split into two windows so I can see the recording on this. Yeah. And it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Liam Neeson's unapologetic pants pissing. Does Liam Neeson have an incontinence problem? If you look, you'll see four separate pictures where Liam Neeson has peed his pants. Um, yeah, there's an entire there's an entire subreddit developed yes. dedicated yes. to this. I'm, topic. I'm looking right at it. Yes. <laughs> I just pulled it up on my phone because I was like, well, you know. <laughs> I gotta tell you, if I peed my pants in public, I'd be embarrassed. Not me. Well, and, and you I know, Ebom's world and Qora uh, are all over it, as well as the Daily Mail and Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger I'm, in let me tell you something. paradise. I'm Liam Neeson. If I want to piss my pants i'll piss my pants i don't get pissed drunk in the afternoon well now this seems unfair there's just like a random picture of pierce brosnan in there with never google this like if i was period i'd be like hey 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 <laughs> oh crap shark i forgot to tell you the pr- a preview that they had at the movie was that the fall guy nice they had a preview for the fall guy yeah nice. i saw the full nice. trailer nice Man, yeah i'm interested uh, I By the am way, kind of interested. Oh, Ryan Gosling fast. plays him. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of interested in this. Just, not to cut you off, real fast. As, before I forget, OG still haven't watched Thirty Coins finale. I've been stupid busy. We'll get to review next week. I promise, and maybe some Fritz and Viles. All right. Uh, yes, that Fall Guy. Um, you know, Gosling's highly watchable. It doesn't really. He absolutely is. I like yeah. watching anything he's in. Pretty yeah. much. I uh, sat through freaking La La Land just because I like him so much. <laughs> I like La La. Uh, I like La La Land. Oh, uh, I did not. But, but you know, I'm not hacking on it. I'm just saying it didn't work for me. But that's okay. Oh, yeah. City of Dreams. This for me. I like the. I like that director. Uh, what's his name? Shandier or Lumiere? He's got an odd name. Oh, I, crap. That's I, what I wanted to ask you guys I like about. about everything he does. Yeah. Okay, this can go to both of you because you. I know Eastwood, you're not big into war movies, but you will know the director and he, and Shark likes war movies like me. Unless okay. it's a documentary uh, about that band that's saying war. Oh, good God, God y'all, what so, is it good 
four. Absolutely. The other night. I was having this, like, I don't know. I wanted to, I've been wanting to watch this movie, like, I don't know, thinking about the history of it and all this stuff. I think it's stuff I'm teaching in class. So, anyway, I saw it pop up. Um, we were soldiers. I hadn't seen that in forever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Eastwood, Randall Wallace does the film. Okay. Um, Shark, I thought this movie was fairly praised for being pretty historically accurate about that first major battle between Vietnamese soldiers and United States soldiers in 65. Well, um, it was it was kind of two guys' story, and it was okay. praised for being a, an accurate recreation of of their oh of their story. Okay, yeah, their story. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, and now okay. as far as you know, accuracy with respect to equipment formation, things like that. Yeah, it, you know, technical accuracy it gets high marks for. Okay, okay. So here's my thing: I didn't realize that Randall Wallace is a what is the term I'm looking for here? I'm trying to be delicate. Nazi. Randall Wallace is a very, very conservative Christian. Uh-huh. Yeah. And well, it's, oh, that's the whole Mel Gibson thing. I mean, yeah, they even, so they even he, pray in the movie, and it's oh my it's, god, there's so much like, yeah, Christian, like, like the movie's almost two so, movies: yes, the Homefront yes, movie and the War movie. And it's yes, like you'd been better off if you just made one of the two. And yeah. yes, and throughout, like there's these scenes that feel like they're forced of like big time Christianity I, uh, being thrust upon us. So then I went back and looked at his movie. So this guy did Braveheart. <laughs> Yeah. The Man uh, in the Iron Mask, Pearl yeah. Harbor, yeah. We Were Soldiers, Ooh. Secretariat, oh. Heaven oh. is Real. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I mean, like, it, it, it was like this overwhelming sense of, like, I have, if these if these soldiers that you're highlighting, like Mel Gibson's character, because I think it's based on a book he wrote. It, yeah, um, basically what the journalist and, and the colonel wrote this yes. book, and this movie is, is based a good on this, re- yes. Yeah, they, they, okay. made, uh, they so, made the book. So, you know? if it, so I guess what I'm getting at is, here's this movie that when the battle scenes go on, I also like that, um, by the way, that there was some respect given to the Vietnamese soldiers and leaders. You know, it wasn't just okay. their evil no, guys. No, no, this, this, this was not. Yeah, the, yeah, the their land. They're being right. invaded. They mm-hmm. feel like they were given know, agency. Of, there was, there was yes. a. It wasn't yes. just these guys are communists. It, yes, yes, there was more no, no, to no, it. Not it at was, all. yeah, not they did a good all. job of of putting yes. everything and, out there. And they yeah. made it like a chess match between the they Vietnamese did. general and um, the colonel that. Uh, Mel Gibson plays. So all this stuff I was enjoying. I thought the battle sequences were good. There's a completely over-the-top cheesy scene with Barry Pepper um, deciding that he's going to show the war. He's going to fight this war with his camera. And so he's running around. It's like silhouetted with him pulling up his camera like he's aiming a weapon. But It's bad. It's really bad. (laughs) But my point is... I miss Barry Pepper. That's supposed to be true. Right, so I, I went and saw this when it came out because I've always enjoyed war films, and you know we grew up in the shadow it's, of Vietnam. It's a good, so it's, it's hard a good war to. film. It's a good war yes. film. Yes, <clears throat> but at this time, but. being all these years later, distance from it, I could not get off 
the how much like Christianity is just shoved down oh, yeah. our throat, yeah. especially yeah. Catholicism. And I'm not ripping on Catholicism. My mom is a proud. Oh, Catholic. I will. Much of my family is Catholic. <laughs> yeah, um, but it was just like you were slamming this into my face, mm-hmm. like in well, in mean, places was, it doesn't uh, fit. In places it does not. That was fit. just a heavy-handed theme throughout the 80s and 90s. I mean, I don't. Yes, it, there so you go. It was there kind of everywhere. Go. Just now, like this everybody. movie, by the way, do you know what year that movie hey. came out? We Were Soldiers, 2002. Wow. Yeah. It feels like it. To me, it totally yes. feels like Doesn't, it should have been made go. in 1992. Thank you. Thank um, you. That's the other thing I was getting at. It felt like I something was, from the old. late 80s, early 90s. I bet it was laying around for a long time, and somebody finally made it. Okay. My, my it so, yeah, it uh, felt like it so, should have been been part of Hamburger East, Hill platoon yes, and all that, yes, but it wasn't. Yep. You know. So, Eastwood, uh, yeah. my question to you is, how? what do you think about, because, you know, you're our tech guy, our writer, our all this stuff. What yeah. do you think about Randall Wallace as a... Director, I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't know who he was before you brought him up. I don't know Randall Wallace or oh, Wallace okay. Stevens. I, I don't. Uh, Did I don't you know. know Randall Wallace is in um, Entourage when Vinny Chase is gonna make the superhero movie and shows up coked out with Sasha Gray? That's oh, Randall Wallace. That guy. Okay, that's Randall yeah. Wallace. He played yeah. himself in it. But I don't anyway, know Randall Wallace from Wallace Stevens from Stephen Jeffrey to. Hey, Stephen you just mentioned Fry. one of my favorite poets ever. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> You did. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure he's better than that guy. Because the movies you rambled off were like, there was one that I was like, oh, the man in the Iron Mask is somewhat watchable. Um, it is. Some, sometimes. It's, yeah, it's yeah. not the worst thing. It's got Leo in it. So it's like, yeah, eh, you know. Uh, I, well, I can and watch it. it's got uh, got Malkovich. I mean, that, you yes. know. Yes, yes. And, uh, and yeah, hey. actually, the th- Jeremy right. Irons is it. The, the three yeah. Musketeers are played by some pretty reputable actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, this is, uh, I just wanted to no, throw no, no. that out that I saw this. So, mm-hmm. okay. This I wanted to bring up. Have you seen this clip of, uh, now, we know the Bill Maher podcast. I like to make fun of the Bill Maher podcast. Oh, God, yes. It shows weird. up on my TikTok feed a lot. But have you seen the one with, uh, I think it's Daryl Hall. Uh, it's him and Daryl Hall. Oh, my God, Hall. you heard about the, the restraining order? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I have. That. Okay, 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 go, uh, ahead, go ahead. So the interview is Bill Maher asks him about his partner. And Darryl, <laughs> this is what I'm thinking about the slap fight oh, between the two of those guys. Uh, Daryl Hall <laughs> goes off about, like, he doesn't have a partner. And to Bill Maher's right. credit, I'm like, well, you know, yeah, you do have a partner. <laughs> and he's like, no, I don't. And he starts saying that... Uh, He's like, you know, Kiss is on my list. That's me. That's me doing all that stuff. Oates isn't on any of it. That's all me doing the backup. Everything. We do everything separately. And he's like, no, you don't. You put out albums together. Your band is called Hall and Oates. He's like, nope. He's my business partner, but that's it. It ends there artistically. It's very important to me that people know I'm my own man. Neil's like, I could have done this without the captain. <laughs> I just, like, dude, you yes, you are singing on each other's songs. You have to be. There's no way you can tell me you're not singing. I, I don't know. I, I just thought it was I, very. I, odd. I don't. I yeah. When I heard that, because the other day I told Sam she didn't know that you can call a Holland Oats hotline. <laughs> and it'll play songs to you. Like it's it's billed as if you're having a bad day. Right. If you're yeah, like what to call them. That. Okay, it still goes on. We called it the other day. And now I find out there's a restraining order and Hall hates oats and what I don't know. I it was just what kind of country am I living in? 
I know. I wonder does does time and tip still work? Do they? Can you still <laughs> I was thinking it? the same thing. I was thinking that, <laughs> and I was thinking uh, there used to be like a text service <coughs> before Google, basically. That I don't know if you guys remember. I, I can't remember what the number was. It was free, and you would basically text your question to it as opposed to <coughs> Google, and they would answer your question. Ah, oh, man, I cannot remember what it was called. It's probably a bunch of dudes sitting around in rooms like, hey, this guy wants to know about pornography. Put him on the list. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah, that was a long time ago. That's funny. Um, so, uh, yeah, Liam Neeson. Oh, I was going to talk about maybe Tom Cruise being in Young Guns. I just, I just realized that the other day. Yeah, uh, he's heavily makeuped and or something. Yeah. He gets shot and killed uh, or something. He yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't have. Like a, he doesn't have a speaking part. I don't think. Yeah, think. not he's at just, all. He shows up at the end. He's kind of like, kinda like the, the outsiders. Ain't <laughs> 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 hey, no one gonna call the fuzz in this town. It's about his only line. <laughs> just got cake all over himself the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, do yourself a favor and look up that. Uh, no, I'm not saying right this moment, but look up that uh, right, right, right. Daryl Daryl Hall. I had an idea here. People uh, often talk about the uh, the bad side of streaming, including myself, especially for indie uh, musicians. But I wanted to talk about bring a little light on a few bands that I have discovered uh, recently. Not recently, but probably in the past year, six months. Um, that uh, become like regular listens to mine. And before I get into that, I finally uh, gotten into the Nationals' new album, and it's great. Um, I told you. Yeah, it's back to back to being the National I know and love. There was an album. Thank you. Three albums Thank ago, you. That just threw me off so hard that I was like, "Oh no, what happened to my guys, mm-hmm. my ladies?" Um, <laughs> but they're back, and uh, yeah, really, really good stuff. So I'm going to start, uh, I just want to name a couple bands, uh, if you guys know I'm interested, if you could, I don't know if you could be able to look up and play anything, I might be a little scared that something might happen there, um, but first on the list I have, uh, of course, I've talked about her for a year straight, uh, Noga Arez, the uh, Israeli rapper, she's just the best thing to come along to music in a long time, in my opinion. After that I have uh, The Circling Suns have an album called spirits that i am very much into i could not describe to you what the circling suns uh sound is uh but it's very cool um now this is probably my favorite of all these Uh, i'm into a band called thandy and they're a man and lady duo from england and thandy is kind of like a harder edged new wave but now, new wave, 2023 20, new wave, Blondie. Um, I knew it was coming. <laughs> they are. I'm, I'm kind of in love with Thandie's uh, new album. They have an album called A Beat to Make It Better. And uh, it's staying it's near doesn't have a bad song on it. Um, so, yeah, man, there's so much music to find on there. I found a, a band called, uh, uh, what was it, Bone Javi? Bone Javi. They're like kind of cheesy rock. Um, bone Tomahawk? Bone, bone Javi. I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's Bone <laughs> no, Javi. What was that movie we had? Bone oh, Tomahawk. Oh, yeah. Bone Tomahawk. Great. Yeah, that movie's awesome. But it's, anyway, on, go ahead. it's on something now. It's on like Prime or Netflix or something normal. Uh, but yeah, bone, Netflix is a crime with what they're charging for their for crap real. anyway. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Bone Javi. They have like, they're kind of cheesy. They, I looked up a picture of them. They all have like big hair. They look like they're straight out of the 80s or something. 
Um, Straight out of 80s. Uh, they have a song about a dude working on a dock. Uh, I don't know. They're they're pretty. Wait they're a minute. Is he down on his luck? Yeah. Have you heard him? <laughs> you heard these guys? Bon Jovi. I think so. Bon, bon Jovi. Pretty, I have bon heard Jabby. of them. They're pretty cool, yeah, man. I've like, heard uh, of them. I played a couple for my wife, and she was like, "Whoa, I could see myself really getting into this in another life and time." Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I tell you what, they have a song. And I can't remember the exact name of it, but I think I it I've is. Heard it. Um, I mean, I've been into you, them. You give love um, About, a, a, oh, terrible, a terrible you give identity. You love a sad name. I think it is. There, I, don't, I, don't have like them, I don't have them all like down. That. I don't have them all down. Yeah, yet. yeah absolutely. But absolutely. Uh, they're pretty fun. They're like, uh, like pop rock. I guess is what I'd call them. Hey, didn't Shark send us that list of uh, 80s shredders? Wasn't uh, Richie Sambora really high on it? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, some, I, you know, that Richie list, I didn't agree with a lot on it, but there was some I did agree with on You know, it. Like, I was, I, like, uh, I was ready okay. to be, be done with Richie probably a long time ago, but the yeah. straw was... Uh, he was, there was this video, and he was at Carter's or Norm's or someplace like that, and it was him Norman. and Orianti. Um, and I, I guess they were dating at the time. Um, and Orianti's probably ten times the guitar player that Richie Sambor is. Okay. Um, but the misogyny and the uh, I've got to be in control, you know, uh, shit was just so, you know, over the top from him. You know, it was like one of those, dude, man, you are, whatever goodwill you had, you are throwing away right now. <laughs> okay. It, it was it was a sad display. Oh, no. Sad display. So, yeah. do you think it's one of those things where he he's physically lost the ability to do it? No, or? no, no. Just she was just she was intimidated. Sorry, oh. Eastwood, but he was just intimidated and and you know, and he reacted the way that you know somebody who's intimidated reacts negatively, and it was just an awful display. It was like he had an opportunity to show some real class, and and he just went the total opposite direction. And so then I have to bring it up because Thanksgiving like just passed, and I watched it because it's Thanksgiving movie. Instead of a woman when Robbie again? Robertson plays oh, yeah. against Eric Clapton, right, right, and, kills him, kills him, and you know Robertson <coughs> shows no fear. Mm-mm. I know he's a, he's an arrogant a hole. We all know he this, is. But he is. I just but he love cuts his head. This is the seventies. Clapton is God. Yep. on stage, and he's just like, Whoa. Nah, man, I'm just gonna do my thing. I'm gonna do my thing. I loved it. That's what I would. You do. know, I came across a an interesting, and I need to dig into this more because I this this does intrigue me. And unfortunately, it's not humorous, but it's a it's a good factoid. So, Merle Travis, you know, what I'm talking about. No. So Merle Travis was probably the first guy that really put the solid body electric guitar on the map. Paul Bigsby built him this solid body. He was okay. a, a lightning picker, amazing, amazing guitar player. Okay. And he he has there's a style of picking called Travis picking, and it's a finger picking style, right? Okay. Um, well, Merle Travis is from Muhlenberg County, Kentucky. Ooh. And I didn't know this before, until the other day. I came across it once again. Otis Gibbs. So the deal is, is the coal miners that style was the just the way that they picked. So some guy around there just started playing the guitar that way because you know it's not like he had somebody tell him how to do it. And that caught on, and that was like the regional way of playing the guitar. And then Merle Travis takes it out, you know, to L.A., and now you've got Travis picking so on and so forth. But when you listen to John Prine play guitar, think about uh, uh, Illegal Smile, right? That's a a great example of John Prine's finger picking. 
you know, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not your standard finger picking styles. So, you know, that there's all of a sudden this connection between Merle Travis, John mm-hmm. Prine, oh. and it all comes from right down the road. So that's something I, there's that's a cool. few more layers to that onion. <clears throat> I have nice. no idea. No idea. Yeah. Yeah. I'll look him up on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Next, I got uh, Tamar Afek. That's a Israeli rocker. I think I sent you one of her songs. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought the show wasn't political. Uh, well, it's not. She's just a, she's a great rocker. <laughs> she's a uh, rocker, man. Doesn't matter. She knows no, knows no borders. It's so, uh, her music's like punk, rock, jazz. I don't know. It's insane. Um, what else do I got here? Uh, I talk about Danielle Ponder all the time. She's out of this world good. Um, Eli and Harry. Um, they're fun. They have an uh, album called The Breathing Effect, which is really cool. That sounds like a British comedy duo from the 60s. <laughs> now, I found a band called, uh, what is it here? Um, Eli and Harry's Pickle Circus. Oh, I, oh man, I found this blues rock band. They're called Zzzitope. Uh, Zzzitope, yeah. I've got to be honest with you. They've kind of missed the trend on the beards. They have crazy big beards. It's kind of a gimmick. But yeah, they're pretty they have a famous, they have a really big Do you know these song. guys, too? I heard this song by them called uh, Pure Lay Neck Lace. Yes. And, uh, I don't know if yeah, that's it, It's a pretty cool song. But, uh, oh, I yeah. don't know. No, found... it was just a regular song. I didn't hear it through the window. Oh, okay. That's cool. It would have sounded horrible through all that glass. It's a great insulin. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, they got a song about like feet or something. She's got feet. And yeah, she knows yeah. how to walk on them. Something, I don't, yeah. something like that. They've got another song. Good. It's like, every girl's crazy about a guy in a top hat. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, that's right. There's one that's like, yeah. somebody took my money today. I got nothing <laughs> but changed. That's a pretty good one. They got some rockers, man. Uh, but some, what I'm, my point is, don't crap on streaming services. Look at all these great music I've discovered. I wouldn't discover any of this if it I wasn't agree. for streaming. Next, I have a band um, called uh, LED. LED Zablini. I think they're from Italy. Um, they are like rock and roll to the core, dude. LED. <laughs> Check them out. LED Zablini. They, dude, the, the guitar player is probably one of my favorite guitar players I've ever heard, and the singer is unreal. Uh, the guitar player's name is uh, Giuseppe Page. Yes, I think that's right. <laughs> how, how, I can't believe you know these guys, too. I thought you were anti-Spotify. They have a song that's called The Escalator to... Uh, to Hell. I think it's... Yes, it, it, yeah. He's going down the escalator to Hell. I get bands confused. It's something like that. And uh, I don't yeah, want to get yeah. sued. But yeah. They have another song that's called the uh, um, Pissy. What is it? Pissy Valley oh, the, Bop. Pissy yes, Valley Bop, Pissy I think. Pissy Valley Bop. They have one. It's called uh, Into the Under the Valley and Over the Mountain. Something like yeah. that. <laughs> they're really Over cool, man. Over the Mountain. Yes, uh, they have something about a dog, but I, I was like, they don't mention dog in it. It's one of those songs. So no, the, no, the no, guys, no. It's White Cat. It's White Cat. It was White written Cat. in response to White I Rabbit. Got, it's the, oh man, I wonder if that had any influence on that song. I got a White Cat bone. 
<laughs> I heard that. I heard that rumor. That's good. I wrote that song. But <laughs> hey, I, hey, I do have a. I got a question you for you guys. I wrote source. that. <laughs> um, so this week, you know, how it was Thanksgiving week. So one of the stations on Sirius <laughs> is doing. They you counted down the, the top. Taste. A real honey. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they they counted down the top fifty albums turning fifty, and dude, there is some okay. bangers on this list of I albums that turn fifty this year. Ugh. Just let me give you a taste of this, okay? Dark better... Side of the Moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see one. here. Houses of the Holy. Catch hey, a fire. that's by that band I found. It is. Um, <laughs> They're Aladdin that old. Insane. Quadrophenia. Whoa. Uh, let me see. Here's another one. Queen debut. Uh, Trace Ombres. Almond Brothers, no Brothers and Sisters. Leonard Skinnerd, pronounced Leonard Skinnerd. Goat's Head Soup. Uh, da, 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 let me see. Um, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. <laughs> And Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. That's the, and then there was a couple Bruce Dang. Springsteen's East Street Shuffle, um, Greetings from Asbury Park. But I mean, like, oh, Paul McCartney Band on the Run. So they counted them down, and like in the early ones, you get one song. As you get up, you get more songs, and in the top five, you got three or four songs off the album. So oh, I listened cool. to a whole bunch of it. It was a good time, but I didn't realize all these albums. Oh, and Piano Man, Billy Joel. Yep. They tried to really try to make him a yeah, Bob Dylan. Yeah, take that, Billy Joel. Like, <laughs> you take uh, that, but, but I tell were, you what, Bob they were out. really like, we got us a Bob Dylan here. And they really tried there was to sell no Neil Goddamn Diamond <laughs> oh, no, on the top that. 50. Oh, Aerosmith, Aerosmith debuted as well. Oh, whoa. Little Feet, Dixie Chicken. All right. <laughs> Classic. So, anyway, I thought that was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Um, all right, I about got done with my list, I think. I got, uh, let's see, uh, Rit Me, I don't even know how to pronounce those guys, Rit Me Mardini. They make, like, cinematic, atmospheric, trip-hop jazz or something. Um, it's super cool. Um, and then, yeah, there's a band called Psych, and it's like an, it's a Italian Italian. Oh man! Like I'm going back to the Italian 80s. Psych. 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 That's right. Uh, let's see. Anybody else? I just ah, uh, there's a band on here called the Woo. I think they just must be Rick Flair fans. They sound. <laughs> they, they're pretty. They're pretty decent. Um, uh, they have songs like "I'm not, you ain't gonna trick me again, baby" or something. Like that. Uh, the guy just likes to yell a lot at the beginning of the songs, which that's fun. Um, so a lot of songs just start with him being like, yeah! which is just annoying. Was that Sebastian Bach? Which is just annoying. Uh, oh, you talking? <laughs> yeah, no, too soon, dude. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> hey, hey uh, and I think, yeah, who else did I find? Uh, I think that's about it. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, there's this, I think they're named after like a friend's. Uh, for, they must have liked the Friends because they have Ross in their title. There's the, the Goons and Rosses. Goons and Rosses. And they're, dude, they got some crazy songs. I looked them up. They don't have anything to do with Friends. The guy's wearing a crazy hat. Crazy hat. They have got one. Long I know they have one song by them that's called, um, I think it's Missile King. 
Missile King, Missile something King. like that. Missile yeah, King. it's off their album Appetiti for Destra. Well, right. Appetiti right. for Destra. It's that's Ooh. right, man. That's probably their best one. They had a, like a double album later. I don't know. I like Truth. That's my that's. <laughs> yeah, their album Truth was good no, stuff. I started to listen to them, but then I heard that the uh, lead singer. It uh, got uh, uh, charged with uh, assault, and, uh, sexual assault. So, so maybe what did I he should, do with Pepper? I don't know. That's oh, you know what though? I don't know Salt from Pepper. If we're talking about the rap bands, I don't know right? Salt from Pepper. I don't know. Bell you know, from, I, don't I don't either. Know from I just, Biff. From I don't either. That's that's way out. I knew the Bell. I knew the Biv. I knew Devoe. I don't. <laughs> I know. Who's, I know which one Spinderella Ronnie, is. Though. Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. If I like a girl who oh, cares who you like, cool I don't it know. Now. Uh, Ooh, well, I do you? know. I do know one of the T's from the L's from the C's, but I don't know the other L and C. I just know the one with the T and the L and C. I don't even know which one she is. She could be a T or an L and C, and that's Left Eye. I could be thinking of the wrong band. Uh, and of course, there's Destiny's Child. That's probably who I'm thinking. Oh, or is that, or is that oh, Beyonce? Eastwood, Eastwood, I think your great Why? fear has been realized. Because Beyonce so has a movie how, in the theaters? Yes, they showed the movie preview in there, and I was sitting there thinking, oh my God, Eastwood's going to lose his mind. Taylor Swift kicked a door open. You know why it really upset me? I was looking at the, uh, we have a half day this Friday, and I was looking at uh, what was playing, just maybe go for a fam show. And uh, right as of right now, the only thing they can tell me is this Friday is they for sure will be playing the new Beyonce movie. They can't tell me anything <laughs> else yet. There's nothing <laughs> else in the schedule. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you are. Hey, by the way, you're not you're not Taylor Swift, Beyonce. Not you don't have this power anymore. By the way, have you seen this clip of Taylor Swift um, coming to stage? Coming not to stage, coming to backstage via uh, janitor's. Uh, it's like a very fake-looking janitor's closet mop uh, bucket thing. Have you seen uh, this clip? No. Uh, uh-huh. Well, it's, ha- it's how she has to be brought into the uh, shows and brought to the backstage, and people have caught on to it. So now if you look it up, there's tons of footage of people just filming the, the entrance, and it takes like three or four guys to wheel this thing in. And it's this like black box and it has a bunch of mops and brooms to get out of the top of it. <laughs> and it's as, her and she's as inside. As if it's like some, I don't know what janitor would need this giant box of brooms and stuff. But uh, but yeah, it's her, so the people know now. So when it's, it's being wheeled around the stadium, people are like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so they just put her in the guitar boat and pack her in the semi and, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 like part of it's like, uh, amusing and fun. Part of it, I feel bad that that's she has to. That's how she has to get in there. Part of it's kind of fun because you're hiding in a thing, right? But uh, I, I don't know. It's, uh, ooh, it makes me. Uh, it, I don't. Know. I don't know if I'd want to live that way. I guess hey, is what I'm saying. You know, there was some some star I saw the other day, and it was like um, it was just the picture, and he was getting ready to drop down from the top of some arena. You know, like a football thing, and you know, it was like the perspective on this picture. It was like. No, no way, man. I signed up to play rock and roll. I didn't sign up to be doing my own stunts. Yeah, um, no kidding. I, I mean, I, I, can you imagine what it feels like to be dangling there from the roof of one of those arenas? It's got to <laughs> no. be, like, terrifying. It's got to be. And no. then you're going to get mad. It's like, well, he lip-synced that show. It's like, Jesus Christ, he just got dropped from the roof. I mean, you want him to sing after all that? 
Dude, Come I watched on. him. I watched Owen Wilson fall. I saw Owen Wilson fall and die. Not Owen Wilson. Owen Hart fall and die live on TV from a WWF pay-per-view doing that fly-in stuff. So I'm mm. with you, Shark. I don't care what they do after that. Yeah, right, like, yeah. If you want to lip-sync the show, if you, you got flown you in, do, man, man, yeah, you, you it's you right. Do. Yeah, I don't care at that point. <laughs> if you're flying. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to play. You don't got to yeah. pick. Oh, shoot. We are out of time for the radio listeners. Thank you so much to our sponsors, and thank you for listening to WDBX. We love you. We'll be back next week. If you want to keep listening, go to any podcast place and look up 20 and 21. However, Google Podcast is leaving soon, and it stinks, but uh, there's a place called Pocket Cast. I'm going to try to get us on Pocket Cast. We're still on Spotify and uh, for free and iTunes. Oh, Apple I, I thought you were saying Google Apple was deleting us for being inactive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they are doing that right now. Hey, goodbye, everybody. We'll see you next time. Love Adios. you. Adios. All right. And Fucking hell. Fucking A. Fucking A. Hey, what is this? The color Hey, Ma, can you pass the fucking potatoes? <laughs> it's the fucking color purple. Jesus uh, Christ. I'm uh, smoking two gonna fucking cigarettes. Gonna slit somebody's throat. Uh, 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 domestic abuse is a song. Uh, uh, I'm Liam Neeson. No, no, it's gone. Matt, I lost my Liam Neeson. I want to talk have about you guys followed this part. Matt Reif shit? Who? No, Matt Rife, the comedian. I like Rice, so the, but I I don't like brown is rice. Is he the guy to stay who, who basically was not funny? Somehow got into being famous through streaming, and then he did his first big special, and he did all this sexist stuff at the beginning. Well, it what? Yeah, that, yeah, that's that basically it. But here's but here's the problem: is says, like I just do crowd work, is dude. That him? The the joke was the joke was from the fifties. It was like you know, it was like an old. Take old, my wife, it please. wasn't even right. It wasn't even his joke. I mean, it was there was like my wife asked literally me to take no redeeming she's quality never been to it whatsoever. I said, Let's go to the kitchen. Exactly. Yeah. It was it was that joke. I think it was the two black eyes joke, right? You know. Okay. Um, but either way, it was it was the same old tired joke that sure. you know what I mean. It was like not even the worth same defending. It's like piece of why'd you double down on that dude? It's not even yours. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Come on. I'm hearing all kinds of people say that, that nothing makes sense about that special he did. It like, doesn't. Nothing. It doesn't. It just like why why'd you do that? I mean, you right. know, it, there's no art that he's defending there. Be you like, know. Yeah. It's like, hey, yeah. I'm doing stand-up, and I just told a bunch of Johnny Fucker Faster jokes. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly, exactly. Hey, well, I'm walking here, doing stand-up here. <laughs> so I guess little Johnny's the, this... sitting in English class, and the teacher says, little Johnny, what do you have a story about your uncle, or whatever the hell? Yeah. I guess this is why we don't cover comedy. <laughs> yeah. Right? <There laughs> I've answered my question's been answered. <laughs> That's what I heard, Shark. I heard it was worse than that. I heard that it was a bunch of old kind of jokey stuff that he kind of was riffing on stealing. Like, yeah, it almost might have like been. it wasn't yeah, it his act, and it right. wasn't meta. It wasn't like he was making no, a joke. No, or he was no. trying it to. Wasn't, it wasn't Norm Macdonald. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, like Norm pushed your button to make a point. Well, and Norm, <laughs> Norm would tell pushing. a vaudeville or, joke, but he would do it. You know, he would get away with it, and it would be, right. or he would like. I'm going to tell you so many, and that's the joke, is that I'm just going to tell you yes. 20 vaudeville jokes, and they're not going to be yes. funny, but you're going to laugh, you know? Yes. Yeah, or Norm, tell I'm just going to push your button to see how long you can take me I, pushing I, I, Yes, I was going to say, I think Norm's thing was, how long can I stretch this out? Mm-hmm. Um, can I make the setup far more, far funnier than the actual right. punchline? Than the yes. joke, right. Yes. Yes. When exactly. you hear the punchline, right. you're just going to be, it's like the moth joke. 
right right about the norm moth. was doing something uh, norm you know, wasn't trying a, to be you know like you know, his, a bad person a, <laughs> i couldn't do it dear justice but he's got a famous joke about a moth and the moth is talking to a psychiatrist and the moth is going on and on and oh my god his wife you know he's upset he's not the man he thought he was supposed to be and who his father thought he was supposed to be and he's a disappointment not only to himself but his family and you know there's there's nothing those bridges have been burned and there's nothing he can mend and you know this is where he is in life and he, he can't accept it and he knows he has to accept it but he can't and uh he's you know going on and on his, his wife's on the verge of leaving him because he's become stale and repetitive and boring and there's just no spark left in their life and he just goes on and on about uh, just how he feels just uh, he can't he's just impotent and and sad and you know he knows death I think you're doing it he's, you're doing he's, 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 <laughs> his death is imminent and he's, he's it's coming soon he knows it's around the corner and there's no way he can escape this you know oncoming uh, darkness and this great mystery and he, he he's you know he's just he's done with it he doesn't and the doctor says uh, you know that's just, it's horrible he says but but uh, how do why did you why did you come here he said oh, the light was on <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like, I hope I did uh, did you justice there, Norm. Right. Yeah, I no, all that yeah, up on you the did. Spot. But it's something along those lines, <laughs> as opposed to whatever this guy is doing, which yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah. I can't comment. I, I haven't heard heard anything. Did, uh, about he it did. He too. just he just rehashed an old joke, and then instead of instead of going. Yeah, that was dumb of me. He went, no, no, I'm, I'm right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think you know what I miss, Shark. I miss the uh, stand-up for Shark. I think we should. I think I would like to try to imitate just like an, a Norm or a Gilbert joke at the end of uh, of each podcast. It'd be kind of fun. <laughs> there you go. Because now I'm trying to think about the one <laughs> about the neighbor, the new neighbor who's a logic professor. Do you, have you ever heard seen that online? I don't remember if I did. Uh, it's it's pretty great. I'll save it. Uh, you guys got anything you want to talk about? I don't care if we go. A oh, real well, quick. Holden and I started last night the first two episodes on Apple of um, Monarch. You know the animal or oh, the yeah. yeah. Okay, seriously done incredibly well. Starts uh -huh. in two different times periods, and by the end of the second episode, they weaved it all together. I'm telling you right now, I'm pretty impressed with it. So we cool. like he had to, he was going back to his mom's because uh, he had to get up early and do something there. And so he's like, "Well, when I come back, we gotta watch this." And I'm like, "Oh, dude, well, we're gonna keep watching it." So yeah. I was I was hesitant, but he loves Godzilla, King Kong, all that stuff. And uh, no, it, it's been done really well. I'm impressed. Nice. All right, very cool. Uh, I was gonna tell you, Shark, that I did. I found somebody else you might like him. Uh, he's a pretty crazy guitar player. His name's like Jimmy, 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 Jimmy Hedrix or something. Jimmy Hedrix uh, or something like that. Yep, you should yep. check him out, dude. He's crazy. Um, there's I've a band. Been I didn't lots think. Of buzz. Uh, yeah, man. He's uh, he only had a couple albums, uh, but he's pretty fresh looking. Um, and then there's a band I found. Um, I think people would love them. I'm kind of like mid about them, but they're called like. Um, I don't remember what they were. The bait, the the baits, the baities, Beatle, the beaties, the beetles, the be betless, <laughs> the betless. I think. I don't remember, but the betless. They were. They had like two good songs, and the rest was all kind of trash, uh, in my opinion. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, they got something new out. I heard. 
Well, that was the thing that I was like, oh, it came up, and I was like, oh, let's look at these guys. And so once again, don't trash uh, stream, <laughs> music streaming. I've discovered all of these bands uh, without streaming. I would have never discovered Jemai or the Woo Woo. Or the, or the Woo. And then there's another band called the Guess Woo. I guess those are like... Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> um, and the LEDs, Aplini, Those That's probably my favorite ones I've discovered. But uh, Bone Javi and Zootope. You know, you can get into a real Laurel and Hardy thing between Who, Guess Who, Guess who? and Yes. Yes. Ah, <laughs> yes. Any, anything else can go in there. Let's, see. Let's think right? of it. Who, Guess Who, Yes. yes. Who, yes. Guess Who, uh, Yes. Any other bands could go in there? Bone Jovi? <laughs> <laughs> Bone Jovi. Bone Jovi. If, if, if they decided to be a metal band, they could have been Bone Jovi. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm trying to think of... I'll any. still never get over that. Like the, I think he was the keyboard player. It's like, and who the fuck knows who the keyboard player in Bon Jovi was, right? But it's like... You know, here's like some uh, randomly, he like here's here's him and his wife posing top, posing nude in, in some magazine. Oh, no. You know what I mean? And yeah, it was like in the '80s, and it was like <laughs> her. Why? Why? I mean, yeah, he was hairy. Is what I remember. <laughs> she, you know, she was a naked woman. You know, you've seen one. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! I had no idea. So. My my only I think the topic Guess was uh, as we talked tap uh, tap oh, is yes. confirmed to film in February twenty four. Um, everybody Very is good. back except Ian who's dead of course. Um, and oh. Elton John and Paul McCartney have uh, are confirmed. Really? All right, that's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, well, that's, that's yeah. very good. And Reiner's doing. You know, yeah, yeah, Reiner's yeah, right. Reiner's back in. I guess the he's the the premise is, uh, you know, Ian, their manager, you know, has, has has died, and his wife is not a nice person, and she found an old contract where she, uh-uh. they owe her one more concert, um, <laughs> nice. or she's going to sue them. So they got to go play this show, or they're going to be sued. Um, so it yeah, it sounds very much like. Uh, the return of Spinal Tap, but not a live show. You know, or maybe it will be a live show. I don't right, know. I mean, yeah. Who knows? Um, but either uh-huh. way, yeah. Rob and they're mad at they're mad at Reiner because they felt like they you know Marty DeBerge did him, did them a disservice you know in the first movie. <laughs> so he's there to right his wrongs and because this is his favorite band and he wants to make it up to them and you know. So it sounds like they've got you know a good premise and heartwarming and the rest of it. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure that that's what he said is literally what they've written down on a piece of paper and the rest of it's going to be, we can't really dust for vomit, you know. <laughs> well, let's hope, uh, let's hope it's good. Boy, I hope they don't turn it to a musical. <laughs> you know, and people, people, you know, they were kind of down on it when I was reading about it this morning and everybody, you know, the expectations are very low. But, you know, I mean, these guys have been making the same movie ever since they made Spinal Tap, you know. Sure, yeah. And so, less, I mean, yeah. I, th- I, th- I think this is a, in about as good a hands as it could be in. I don't, yeah. I don't, these guys don't feel like this is a nostalgia cash grab. It's the 40th now, anniversary. Think, uh, I mean, think, Taps. Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I, I just said thought. they played it. They've been playing as a band all these years, even mm-hmm. you know, for special events and stuff. So yeah. it's not like this is a weird thing, you know. Do you think after all these years, Guest will be able to put his director hat down and just be in the movie? 
I man, I can't predict anything about guests. <laughs> yeah, no, I, there's kidding. like nothing. No, I mean, kidding. is he gonna is he gonna maim somebody with a sword on set? Is he gonna? I mean, I know this. Whatever you do, don't don't put him in front on the press junket. Or if you do, make him play mm-hmm. Nigel because that's pretty well the way he acts whenever anybody interview. He's the worst interview I've ever yeah. heard in my life. So bad. <laughs> oh yes, he is. It's um, like, did you make this movie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Did you enjoy being in this film? I did. <laughs> Uh, yay. All right. Well, I think uh, I was going to say that I was brought to you this uh, very episode by Days Off the Space McTwain. <laughs> uh, um, Double Trouble and a little Champion City Chocolate from PTS. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. I'm going to get back to 30 Coins OG um, real soon. I promise you. He's probably finished with the second season and... Uh, has already read the synopsis for the next season. <laughs> so hey, re- hey guys, Reacher's coming back in like a week and a half. I know, so. I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you, are you ready for Reacher? Are we going to have a Reacher, like special Reacher? <laughs> oh, absolutely, we have to. Now are we going to try to do once a day? Are we? Are we going to try to? Uh, are we going to take them one at a time? We're going to have one episode per uh, or one Reacher per episode. Yeah, we need so. to do it that way in case, because, you know, like, not every one of us can stream. It seems like sometimes Shark can stream it all, then he can't. Sometimes I can stream it all and can't. So, yeah, maybe yeah. we should do one at a time. That way, yeah, we're not, like, five ahead or, like, whoa, wait do you see what happens right. to Clarence in, th- in episode four? <laughs> I'm excited. Do you think they're going to blow it? Do you think they up the budget and it's going to be worse for it? Um, I hope not. Because I, I, I fear they had a bigger budget, and they were like, let's write more stuff into it, um, which was kind of the the beauty of Reacher. was the way, it, it's, it's dead simple. <laughs> I mean, really. There wasn't, there was, the plot was never uh, exhaustive or anything. It was, you could just be like, oh, yeah, Reacher's got to go find this guy. It's probably going to rough him up, get some information. Pretty simple stuff. <laughs> but, uh, so I don't know. I'm a li- I'm a little worried, but we shall see very soon. Uh, I think that's about it, podcasters. Hope you had a good uh, holidays, and there's a new one coming up, and I'm getting excited for old Chrissy Kringle and Krampus, of course, right. and and uh, Frischmas. What's the confirmation on? Oh that? hell yeah! Friday yep. the 29th. Is that right? Yep. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. So all right. Ah, it's going to be a good one. All right, let's see you next time, everybody. I love yous. Adios. Peace.